This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Steve Brandy on WDAN News. This newscast brought to you by Right Seating and Air. Call Frank at 217-442-4027. He always answers the phone. A Danville resident has asked the city council for a new four-way stop on North Gilbert, somewhere between Winter and Voorhees Streets. Dave Sharp told the council during Tuesday evening's meeting that Winter to Voorhees is simply too far of a stretch for the amount of speeding that happens on Gilbert. And while Danville police have said before that the residential area on North Vermillion from Winter to Voorhees can be bad, police chief Christopher Yates says the same is indeed true for that part of Gilbert. I've witnessed on Vermillion, I've witnessed it on Gilbert, you know, we, we continually have to deal with that challenge. Mayor Ricky Williams Jr. says he will turn the matter over to Public Works for consideration, but Chief Yates has an idea about what Gilbert intersection would be ideal for a new four-way stop. Cut that in half, it'd be right there at Roselawn. Roselawn's probably the most, uh, you know, the busiest east-west street uh, in between there, but... Uh, and I'll leave that to the people that's a little bit more in, within their expertise with the uh, State Department. Meanwhile, Chief Yates played some videos showing police interactions with a person who recently had complained to the council about multiple stops. Chief Yates says the videos show that officers did nothing wrong or out of the ordinary. He also said, as mentioned before, that any complaint should go straight to the mayor's office or human resources for proper channeling and investigations. You can always file a complaint through the HR's office. That's what it's there for. You know, it's a big part of her responsibilities. They can always call me or call the mayor or one of my deputy chiefs. We can work it out. Our community doesn't want this. Our community wants everybody to see and respect each other and, and, and go from there and be good human beings. At the start of Tuesday evening's meeting, Steve Nichols received a special award from Mayor Williams for his 26 years of service on the Danville City Council. Mayor Williams says the efforts are continuing to honor those who retired during COVID but did not receive a proper goodbye. He says one person that definitely still needs to be recognized is Sharon McMahon, who retired from Ward 4. Independent contractor or employee? Well, this spring, the U.S. Department of Labor is expected to tighten the rules for who qualifies as an independent contractor. Regulators are upping the penalties against employers who try to lower costs by calling regular workers independent contractors. When you have somebody that's working regularly for you and not working for 12 or 15 or 100 other companies at the same time, then it's more likely than not under the economic realities test that you really and truly do have an employee. That was attorney Glenn Gaffney of Gaffney and Gaffney in Glendale Heights. He says companies that try to save money by not paying unemployment premiums can wind up being fined massive penalties. Why take that risk? Understand what you're getting into. Saving some money, a little money here and there, is not worth the risk. Gaffney warns that the consequences can be up to hundreds of thousands of dollars in fines. An Illinois program aims to address teacher shortages in rural communities and encourage more student community engagement. Since its inception in 2019, the Monmouth Rural Education Initiatives program has worked with more than 150 students at the Liberal Arts College, three dozen of which went on to become teachers. The big picture is what we call our READY program here. It's our Rural Education Initiatives program, and that includes creating a teacher, a rural teacher corps called the Tartans. That's Educational Studies co-chair Craig Vivian, who says there's a real need for teachers in rural communities in Illinois. 
we're in constant contact with uh, all the with the superintendents and the principals, and and uh, it's for the most part it's dire. It's really hard to keep teachers in rural areas. The program just received a $750,000 grant through the Federal Community Project Funding Program. While state-level courts have sided with the equal protections argument and challenges to Illinois' gun ban, there's other issues that'll get addressed soon. The main issue courts have been citing for issuing temporary restraining orders against the state's gun and magazine ban have dealt with equal protections. But meanwhile, other issues that State Rep. Dan Calkins is hoping to get addressed includes how legislation at the Illinois State House seems to circumvent procedural rules like single subject, three readings, or due process. Nobody's had the guts to hear that. <laughs> I mean, this is a problem. We have, a, we have the Constitution. This is the process that we should be going through. It gets violated, not just in this case, but in the Safety Act and the budget. It goes on and on and on. From the VermilionCountyFirst.com news studios, I'm Steve Brandy. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.